This is On the Block with Stricken Nate. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here at the Big 8 tournament champion. And Hokie Homer turned Husker, Nathan Brennan. Everyone knows that I'm the smartest person here. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Strick and Nate. I've been busy defending Stetson Bennett. I didn't have time to change the intro music. We still need some recommendations as well. 402-464-5685. Whatever you guys are thinking for some intro music, we will take any of your recommendations. Because we were doing the serious, the uh, tunnel walk. That didn't give us too much luck. So we went to a little bit of sadder music. But we're going to change that up. Again, I was too busy defending Stetson Bennett. Because the guys on the happy hour were being disrespectful, so here we are. Now we're stuck with Drift Away because sometimes we feel like we want to drift away. But we are feeling a lot better because Husker football returns this Saturday, and it returns at home, and they will play North Dakota. Feeling good about that one. My name is Nate Brennan. He is the Husker Hall of Famer, Eric Strickland. He's still out and about. Sounds like he will be back in studio either today or, excuse me, either tomorrow or Friday. So we're going to have him back in studio. We're excited for all of that. 402-464-5685. That is the Sarter Heyman text line, Honda of Lincoln Hotline as well make sure you guys hit us up on all of our social media platforms as well facebook youtube twitch and twitter uh definitely looking forward to hearing from you guys on that because we got a pretty exciting show for you we're going to go over things getting a little worse for nebraska and scott frost uh have some statistics that really aren't great but they're things that we need to talk about uh, we have a guest here at 2.30 that we're pretty excited for, too. Uh, former Nebraska football player. We know he's got a lot on his mind. Shootout with Strick will come up at 2.45. We're going to break down the NFC at 3 o'clock. NFL is right around the corner as well. Uh, oh, Just over a week until the Rams and Bills face off on Thursday night. So we want to get into some NFL talk, especially before Big Ten play gets here into the swing of things. So we're going to go over the NFL. Evan Bland from the Omaha World Herald will join us as well. And then we'll have a little bit of a crossover with DP and J. Again, 402-464-5685, Sarder Heyman, text line, Honda of Lincoln Hotline. We want to hear from you. Strick, we were having some audio issues, but it seems like we got you now. How are you doing? Can you hear me? All right. I don't know if we can hear you, Strick. Are you muted? How about now? There you go. Is that good? Hey, now we can hear you. All right. Yeah, sometimes we have that problem, but I'm glad I'm able to tap yeah, in. I'm always yeah. grateful to be on the block. Everything is good in the hood over here. Um, yeah, man. Uh, it's a great show today. Looking forward to having uh, former Husker on to talk a little bit, give a little bit of insight yeah. as well uh, with how things are going, some of our thoughts. Definitely this section, this sex, uh, this segment to talk about uh, just, just some numbers just to kind of break some things down yeah. and, and get an idea, a little bit of understanding of kind of where we are uh, what is the possibilities? What type of decisions that um, are awaits uh, Trev Albers if there is going to be a decision that is made? Um, uh, what what still is the possibilities yeah. of what needs to be done uh, going forward? There's just some things to really discuss and talk about. We're always welcoming you on the Sutter Hammond text line, as I know my partner has spoken of. 
402-464-5685, and uh, let's get into it. Yeah, Strick, uh, I, I don't know if we're going to have too much time to talk about this. If we don't wrap it up, I know that we have to get uh, our guest on here at 2.30, so we, we could possibly move that to 3 o'clock. I definitely want to hear yeah. before the week is yeah. in. Uh, I definitely want to get into some NFL talk because, again, once Nebraska gets into the swing of Big Ten football, I don't know if we'll have much time for that, so definitely want to get uh, your guys' thoughts on that. But I, I want to start out with this, Strick. Are, are, we, talking, are we talking NFC? Or we yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have right now 3 o'clock. We'll talk about NFC. Uh, again, if we don't have time yeah. for that, we can move it to tomorrow. Oh, that's all good. Um, but I, I want to bring up this nugget to you because I, I know we've talked about things got worse for Nebraska and Scott Frost. Uh, however you interpret it, maybe even rock bottom. I don't know if I'll go as far as saying that because it still was a Big Ten Big Ten West opponent. Uh, Pat Fitzgerald has a track record of, of playing pretty well uh, against Big Ten teams as well. So uh, this is something that I saw from ESPN Stats and Info, Strick, and I want to get your thoughts. Um, before the onside kick – Nebraska had an 88% in-game win probability. So that's according to ESPN Stats and Info. This was the seventh time Nebraska lost a game under Scott Frost when it had at least an 80% chance to win at some point. And it's the fourth time in the last nine games. So I want to make sure to go ahead and reference those games. So last year against Iowa... 95% chance to win at one point in time. Then you go down to Northwestern, 88% chance of winning at Michigan State last year. And if you guys remember, that was the game where they didn't give up a first down in the entire second half, blown coverage on a punt. Michigan State ends up winning. Nebraska on the road, an 86% chance of winning. And then last year, remember the debacle against Purdue when Adrian threw four interceptions, the meltdown there at home. They had an 80% chance of winning that game. Um... Strick, how do you interpret this? Uh, this these are glaring numbers, and to be honest with you, um, they worry me a little bit. I mean, once when you're talking about percentages like that, that that in itself, um, you've got to you've got to look at someone. I think some of the stuff that that's really interesting to me is just the conversations that are going on, just some of the things that are being said. For example, um, where's the blame? You know, or where is right. the accountability of the blame, right? Some of that is being uh, disseminated to places where you kind of have to wonder, you know what I mean? Who, who, who has anybody stepped up and taken the blame for the onside kick? I haven't heard it. Um, Frost did say it we, was his call, but he did defend okay. it in saying that if they would have gotten the onside kick, they felt like they could have put the game away was his defense against it. So he didn't okay. ever admit that it was a bad call. Go on. Well, and the, well, the sad thing about that, when you're talking about percentages, the percentages are absolutely crazy when you look at how many times that has actually happened. Exactly. Right? There's yeah. only been two times in all of college football that anybody's even attempted that, which is absolutely crazy <laughs> in itself, right? So, so not only with the percentages that you're talking about, that you're over 80% at different times in the game to win the game, that you've blown it. Uh, but we're also just talking about the blame where it's being placed. Some of that is being placed on Whipple. I mean, he's talking about the creativity um, of that. I mean, I, I think as head coaches, one of the things that we we don't do very well is that we don't uh, uh, take onus uh, to it in different times because in most cases, the head coach gets a lot of the, the credit for the losses and usually want to distribute a lot of the credit elsewhere to staff or to players or to uh, so forth and so on. You don't want to be that guy that's taking that. But um, unfortunately, you have to take the brunt of it. Same way that quarterbacks have to do that 
when they're talking about um, in the NFL or in, in, you know, at higher levels of football, right? Mostly, most of the time, the wins are, are going to be, be looked at by way of the quarterback. Sometimes they're not even going to look at the defense. They're going <laughs> to, they're going to look at what the quarterback didn't do. And, and that's unfortunate, but it is what it is. Um, I know we don't have a, a lot of time. I, st- I definitely still want to dig in it, but you know, our, our guest is going to be on a time crunch. So, you know, we'll, we'll look to bring him in and, and then, um, uh, we'll get back on it. I mean, because there's some things I got to share. There's definitely yeah. some numbers that are involved. Yeah, I definitely want to want to get to that. It sounds like um, because of our two guests we're going to have today. Let, let's move that NFL talk then tomorrow. We'll, we'll break down the NFC tomorrow. We'll have a little bit more time uh, if that works for Strick. Going to get your guys' thoughts and all of that. But, yeah, it, it's definitely a glaring statistic. I know Strick has some more numbers. Uh, maybe not so in favor of, of Nebraska and Scott Frost, but – who knows? I mean, that could always change. We'll definitely keep an eye on all of those numbers as the season progresses. We have a former Husker football player coming up next. One of Strick's good friends. We will get his thoughts on Northwestern. We will get his thoughts on Scott Frost and the team moving forward. That'll come up next on the block. You listen to 93.7 The Ticket.